Articulate your why while at work. Listen to this. Life's most persistent and urgent question is, what are you doing for others? This statement was made by Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. to an audience in Montgomery, Alabama in 1957. Welcome, my lovely and amazing listeners, to another of the Hope Ignite Healing Podcast with your host, Dr. Lillian Kalisa. This is a space we speak everything holistic health and healing, and we are in the season where we're speaking clean out. We're cleaning out our minds, our bodies, and our spaces for holistic health and especially healing. Last week, we started to talk about work health, and today we are articulating your why while at work. Now, last week, I mentioned some statements right here that just kept running through my mind through the week. And this definitely nudged me to come again and share with you, my listeners. I spoke about Tom Rath, an expert in employee engagement, making a statement like this, make work a purpose, not a place. I remember I also mentioned that on average, a person spends 10,000 hours of their life at work and that is counting 10 years and two and a half months straight. I just kept thinking how often we see people hating their workplace yet they wake up to go back to it on a daily. Now I'll tell you for me it always nudges me nicely when someone tells me that they love what they do that they look forward to heading to work on a Monday morning. I just always almost want to hug them because it hasn't always been true for me. As usual I will start at story time. Now I met a gentleman an IT expert in anything computers and gadgets. He is by nature self-driven and loves to go hours on end serving his clients' needs, putting creativity to design and delivering above and beyond basic ordinary IT work. There's always something extra he will put to the work. But guess what happened about four years ago? This wasn't the case. My buddy worked in a very great job, well-mentored and delivered above and beyond the company's expectations. He definitely had deadlines to beat, like any workplace really, as you will expect. But over time, this creative mind was getting locked up in a box. He was not doing enough of what he felt he could do. And above all, because he was good at what he is assigned to, he delivered on services and things that do not serve him, but serve the employer's needs. Now, I will save you the discussion about his reimbursement surrounding going beyond the agreed-upon terms. The bottom line is he was not happy. Work was causing him mental strain and leading him into a space of hating to have to come to work, creating cover-up stories here and there. And like we obviously anticipate, the stress that thing started to have a toll on his most valued relationships. Now this went on until he was strong and confident enough to search for his inner fulfillment and after a period of introspection settled to professionally part ways with his employer. He took a risk to go ahead and serve himself, desiring to serve the people he is called to serve even better. Now, Listen to this. This is not a call for us to quit from work that we feel isn't serving us. It's a call to do the inner deep 
genuine assessment. Seek mentorship and guidance and to serve you so that you can serve others better. Now, my friend runs his own IT company and touching your work for design in IT and all, the consumers of the service are simply drawn to wanting more of his work. I'll tell you it is limitless. So is this gentleman. So he has since grown to even go into teaching and mentoring other young people that are merely starting a career in IT. And what is my lesson in this story? When you are clear, what you choose to show up in your life will actually. And here I'm talking about your why. Why are you even choosing to work in the place that you are at as we speak? So how does all this fit into your health. Listen to this. I have learned ability is what you are capable of doing. What you are able to do, and this can be many things. Motivation determines what you do. This is the natural instinct to what you are drawn to do and you love it. Attitude determines how well you will do it. I know that I know that I know attitude is everything. Now, when we change our perception towards anything we do, we start to rewrite our body's chemistry. And I will tell you this. Do you know that we all have naturally occurring feel-good chemicals or call it happiness hormones? I'll tell you that these are four in our bodies. One, dopamine. This is the reward chemical. It's best produced from completing a task and celebrating wins, including self-care activities, which you can do while at work. And two, serotonin. This is the mood stabilizer, expressed through good health practices in diet, physical activities, exposure to the sun, and things like meditation and introspection. Three, we have endorphins. These are the naturally occurring painkillers. These are produced through calming activities that you love to do. Things like laughter, things that you're good at that come natural to you without much intent or exertion. In fact, it's the same feeling that we get through using essential oils and some foods like dark chocolate. And four, oxytocin. This is the love hormone. It calms the body and it's the best for women, mostly expressed through playing and contact with your favorite people, even the people you're called to serve, and things like pets. Also through giving and receiving compliments, the best practices at the workplace. The best description of it is the feeling we get when we see a baby. You can actually boost the levels of these naturally occurring chemicals in your body with simple lifestyle changes, especially in your work life and workplace. These will place your mind in a good place and therefore improve your mood and mental well-being and of course, the resultant general health to your body. But guess what? Unfortunately, we spend more time blaming it on the work environment or those circumstances around us that have caused unrest at work. In just a little while, we are being medicated for changes that our bodies start to show as a result of being starved of the feel-good chemicals and instead release more of the stress hormones, which are eventually destructive to the body. Now this I have talked about through many of the previous podcasts. I cannot say it enough. So as usual, 
I create some simple steps to start on this journey of finding health in your work and workplace. Join me. Step one, what are your top five passions in life? Those things that matter the most to you. Step two, are you generally excited about your life? And what do you get to do each day that turns on your mood, your good mood? Step three, what do you get to do in your workplace that has others commenting about how happy you are at those times, even loving to learn from you at that time? Can we embark on these small baby steps this week? I want us to plan to make decisions based on what will help us live our passions most fully. Listen, because work is a critical part of your life and mostly takes up the biggest percentage of your day, it ought to transform towards doing the things you love about your work, surrounded by the people you love to serve and are called to serve. As you do this, please carry on with the work assigned to you, intending to find more clarity. Let the work environment speak to you and not against you. For I have learnt clarity is in the doing and clarity is power therefore finding clarity is getting empowered it's the how-to to show up more empowered in your workplace and in the process you will be finding light to shine in every world and circumstance now this is one of my best life lessons on this journey of holistic health and healing so far no wonder now it makes lots of sense to quote Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. saying, life's most persistent and urgent question is, what are you doing for others? And when we return, I will share my own journey of finding clarity in the work I do. And of course, it's not shy of how my purpose wraps into all of this as my own experience to show up in my most authentic health in action while at work. It is a long story, I must say, but let's see how your girl will make it chewable in less than 12 minutes. I'm so proud of you. I'm here to support you and let you know that holistic health can be found in the workplace. Let's do the work and for sure we shall be irrecognizable. Your host Dr. Lillian Kalisa, extremely proud of you and I'll see you next week as we delve deeper in this. Take care of yourself. Bye-bye.